Yes, you are in. You know, for those that have listened to this podcast long enough, you know I love results. We love results. That's why we pursue truth. And let's face it, it's easy to debate God. Uh, you may not agree. However, why do we have so many atheists? Yes, we. it's easy to debate. Even for you versed, even for you versed, you know the Bible's full of doubters and questions and questions and who, me? Why me? Why do I have to do this? Why do I have to go here or do that? It's full of it's full of that full of doubt. But again, cool part of the equation, faith cannot exist without doubt. Remember that. And this listen, this play of the day, uh, Noe Garcia uh, working his way back in, um, really, really learn to appreciate this guy's voice and uh, talk about doubt and talk about hopelessness and actually a failed suicide attempt. And I want you to hear the result that came out of that. And atheist or not, in this world, we have too much depression and we have too much anxiety. I know the atheists can agree with that, but here's a solution with results. Here you go. The play, the play, is no play of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Swung on and hit in the air to right. <laughs> and that ball is gone. And it's- Our way, we're tempted to sin, aren't we? Let's be real for a minute. When things don't go our way, we're tempted to say, man, I don't know where you've been. If you're not going to come through, I'm just going to do things my way. And it's almost as if we throw this spiritual fit to say, I'm just going to do whatever I want to do then, God. And we're tempted to sin in our suffering. And what Paul is saying is, you want to suffer well? You want to suffer in a way that glorifies God? I'm going to teach you this. Number one, you need prayers in order to suffer well. Number two, you need the spirit of Jesus Christ. Without the spirit of Jesus Christ, you will not suffer well. Here's what he says. These two things, prayer and the spirit of Jesus. Most importantly, the spirit of Jesus Christ. He says, well, turn out for my deliverance. Confidence, number one, if you're taking place. Why was Paul so confident? Confident, number one, he was confident in his salvation. Let me break this down for you right now. This word deliverance in verse 19 means sorteria in the Greek. This word sorteria is where we get our word sorteriology, which means the study of salvation. This word deliverance in the Greek means salvation. Salvation from what? Well, let's think about this. Paul was a murderer. His hands were dirty, literally bloody. He met Jesus Christ. Do you know what happens? Have you ever been in the middle of a broken, broken place? When I gave my life to Christ, it was after a suicide attempt. I was broken. You can't go any lower than a suicide attempt. I was broken. I met Jesus. And I remember I was broken and I was crying. When I met Jesus, I felt so free. And I'm thinking, man, I don't care what I have or don't have anymore because I have Jesus. And I'm a child of God, and nobody can take that away from me. You know why this was so scary before then? Because if I'm being honest with you, I didn't know that when I die, I didn't know if I was going to heaven or hell. I'm just being real with you. I did not know if I was going to heaven and hell. And I thought all my sins and all the drinking and all the drugs and everything I was doing disqualified me from God's love. So when I experienced Jesus, this freedom that said, I am free because of Jesus, 
I'm free. I don't need circumstances to set me free because Jesus has set me free. Then what Paul is saying is like, look, y'all think I'm tripping because I'm in a jail cell? I got Jesus. I'm more free in here than some of you are out there. And he says, let me tell you why. Because I haven't forgotten what Jesus has done for me. And when you keep at the forefront of your life and in my life what Jesus has done for you, it'll change what you do for Jesus. It'll change the way you live. It'll change everything when you recognize I'm a child of God. Here's what this looks like. You go to work tomorrow, you get let go. You think, oh gosh, what am I going to do? Good thing I'm a child of God. You go home, you get in a fight with your spouse. We don't fight, but if we did. <laughs> this marriage is hard right now. Good thing I'm a child of God. He can clean us up. You leave here today and you're, you're dating somebody and you think this might lead to marriage and that person calls us off and you end up broken and lonely and say, man, this would be hard if I wasn't a child of God. Good thing I'm a child of God. And so Paul said, like, this is hard, but I'm a child of God. I'm free and it's going to be okay. So the first thing he says, the reason why he has confidence, let me tell you something. You cannot approach life with confidence if you do not know who holds life. You cannot, you cannot approach life with confidence if you do not know who holds life. So I shared with you, my son, we thought he had cystic fibrosis, which means his lifespan shortens. And I'll never forget, um, this is just a month ago, we're praying over him and I got to keep thinking, God. Wow. Thank you, Pastor Noe. Um, interesting part to cut it off, right? You want to hear more? Of course you do. That's what we're doing here. We want to promote other voices. We're just a beacon or a beacon for others that, that speak far better <laughs> than, than us. So we, we just will have the entire message exactly where to find this. I just want to react just a little bit for you. If you heard what I heard, um, you can't be confident in life unless you know who controls life. And either things are either total hopeless or there's hope. And what you hear from Paul, and what, by the way, no, he's uh, preaching from Philippians on that, if you want to look into that. But how can this guy, how do you learn to be content in all circumstances? Not happy, content. I mean, like, God, I, I hate what I'm going through right now, whether this is darkness or a breakup or unemployment or cancer, whatever. But I am a child of God. And there's something far greater going on here. This life on this broken planet is a blip and you're promising eternal life and when you finally choose to accept that gift of John 3:16 and Romans 8:1 and then you know Rev 21:4 is coming up and if you don't know what I'm talking about google that please there's a different perspective now you're seeing life in a total different light just like you hear Paul in his words but also Noe a living breathing example in the 21st century who was so hopeless he tried to take his own life but now lives with so much hope that he speaks about it weekly hoping to encourage and build other people up that is amazing and again what kind of world do we want to live in do we want to live in hopeless and and backbiting and slander and depression and anxiety or do we want to live in light and hope do we want to live on a book that says love 
is greatest of all. All right, next clip. He knows Christ. I'm going to close with this, and the band's going to come up. I want you to see something. I'm going to show you this video one more time. I want you to see something that you may have not have seen before the first time I showed it to you. When my daughter um, jumped on the roller coaster, she, she didn't want to go. She, there was no confidence. She was terrified. She jumped on. And I want you to see how she clinged on to my wife's arm. Through the highs and through the lows. She had confidence because of who she was clinging on to. Watch this. Look how high we are, baby. So, uh, uh, had confidence because of who she was clinging on to. Let me tell you, life will hit and you will find yourself in a very difficult, difficult time. But cling to Christ. You may go through a season where life is fantastic. Cling to Christ. Through the highs and through the lows. Who and what you cling to will give you your confidence. Some of you in here today, man, you have no confidence that God is in control and God is driving this thing because you have no confidence in your salvation. If you have no confidence in your salvation, then you have no confidence in his sovereignty. And if you have no confidence in his sovereignty, then you have no confidence in the afterlife. Some of you today are in here, and let me speak to the Christians. Man, we know this stuff. This isn't new for you. It's a good reminder. And let me just tell you what happens to Christians sometimes. That we as Christians often want to take the path of least resistance in our lives. We as Christians sometimes want to choose comfort over Christ. And we cling on to the wrong things. We cling on to careers. We cling on to all this stuff. The problem is that there's no security when you cling on to anything else but Christ. There's no security when you cling on to anything else but Jesus Christ. So for the Christians today, this is a simple reminder to re reset, refocus yourself, and maybe you're clinging on to the wrong thing. And then for those of you in this room who do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, let me share with you why that's so important. Because we all have something called sin in our lives. Sin has separated us from a holy God. Sin has brought brokenness into our lives. It's brought a void. It's brought emptiness. It's brought a lot. And we need to be forgiven of our sin against the offenses of a holy God. When Jesus came, walked the earth, and lived a life that we could never live, perfection. Went on the cross and died a death that we could never die, atonement. And defeated a grave that we could never defeat, resurrection. His life, death, and resurrection 
And us placing our faith in him is what gives us freedom. So my challenge for you today, if you have no peace in your salvation and no confidence, and you have no confidence in the afterlife, and you have no confidence in the sovereignty of God, what is stopping you from clinging on to Christ? He may have brought you in this place this morning because he has recognized that your life has been this and you've been doing it by yourself and he's saying, hey, I'll do it with you. Cling on to me. So my question for you, if you do not know Christ, will you cling to Christ today? Uh-oh. A video I just brings tears to my eyes. <laughs> and I, maybe you've got to be a father then to have kids to understand that one. That one resonates with you, but that is, uh, please check out that entire message. So here's where you find it. Uh, to live is Christ to die is gain is the title of it. That was published on October 16th, 2022. And that is from the North Phoenix Baptist church podcast. If you're newer with us, yeah, check, check out, if you want some bonus content, go to frydudes.com. If you're ever in Phoenix or the Phoenix area, I would encourage you to go and support and check out uh, North Phoenix Baptist Church. Um, it's a wonderful church and i uh, been quite impressed by their latest moves, and especially uh, Noe Garcia. Lastly, I, I really appreciate how Noe, it, I also try to look at it from both sides. You have the doubt, doubter, you have the skeptic, and that's with you. Stick with me just a little bit longer. Um, you know, we're not afraid to pick on both sides. Uh, some of you are doubters or skeptics because you got burned by someone who claims they were part of the church. Clearly, we're not acting like the church, at least not like Jesus Christ. If they were, you'd be getting nothing but love and service from them. So we have to be smart about that. And listen, we are all, the especially those that call themselves versed, we need to have our guard up. We need to make sure we're clinging to Jesus not too much to rules, not too much to the denominations. Just uh, it really, if you think about it, the gospel, is a very simple thing that could be done in 90 seconds. But we, we humans, we love to complicate things. We love to process. And sometimes we just get too pharisaical, meaning we get too religious and not, not enough on love and not just the simplicity of Jesus and his sacrifice. All right, wrapping up. If you are newer to this, if you would like to take up Noe on his invite. One, yes, please tune in more. Read Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. But surround yourself. Surround yourselves with others that want to build you up and encourage you. Like First Thessalonians 5.11. Find that local church. Uh, find that speaker that sounds like Noe. <laughs> Speak in truth. And uh, if you don't have that group, you don't know where to go. Yeah, again, Fridays.com. We will set you up with a group. We will bring you in. We will build you up. Okay. Lastly, for those that aren't quite sure about this, if you're willing, just bow your heads with me. Heavenly Father, I don't understand all this. And the way this podcast, I don't even know how I tripped into this podcast or someone recommended me into it, but I'm here. And something resonated with me. And okay, I'd rather bet on hope versus hopelessness. And... Um, it says in John three sixteen that whoever believeth in your son, Jesus Christ, shall have eternal life, shall have this hope. I want this hope. I want to learn to be content in all circumstances and know that there is a bigger picture and that this broken planet and this depression or anxiety, whatever thing I'm going through is not it, but this too 
shall pass. And that there is a world where eventually you will wipe every tear. And there will be no more sickness, and no more fear, and no more pain. I want that, Lord. Will you further open my eyes and ears to better understand that? Better understand how you wired me and what my purpose is. And I may shine more light like Paul in knowing. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.